Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Aleph, which is on page 80. Din Tfilin B'Shabes V'Yom Tov. We started last night, but we will begin it again tonight and see the whole Simon. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, B'Shabes V'Yom Tov Osr Lohaniach Tfilin. The Mechaber says that on Shabbos and Yom Tov it is forbidden to put on Tfilin. Mipnei Shehem Atmam Os. Because they themselves are an os, they are a sign. The Shabbos Nether is a sign between us and Hashem. The Manichim Bahem Os Ach, if we put on film, which is another sign between us and Hashem, Hayazulzul Os Shalahem. That will be a disgrace, it will be a zulzul in the sign of Shabbos and Yantif. The Mishabura says in Sefkatan Aleph, Shabbos and Yontif are both Asr to where it's filled in the Yom Tov Sheni Nami Bachlau. Yom Tov includes Yom Tov Sheni with the Don Bnei Chutzlaretz. For us who live in Chutzlaretz and we keep Yom Tov Sheni, that also is Asr and Tfilin. Sifkatan Bey is Asr Lahaniach, Vafilu Bitzotel Yesh Omrim Gamkein the Asr. Also in terms of moving the Tfilin, there are those who say that it is forbidden. If not, that the moving of it is for the purposes of the item itself, that you need to use it for something else, like to wear it as a shmira, or if you need the place where they are located. Like any other muktza item, which is a kli that is used for an usr function on Shabbos, that you're not allowed to move it unless it is a tzara gufa or a tzara makomo. And note number three points out a very common issue that arises, and that is someone goes away for Shabbos and he forgets his Shabbos talus at home, all he has is his talus and his tefillin together, and he wants to get the talus out for Shabbos, on Shabbos, he can't move the whole bag with the tefillin in order to get to the talus. That would be considered moving a kli shemlatul isra with shach makomo to get to the talus, and that would be mutter. However, lechadchila lekavachayim writes sheyeshli hizar lohotzias atalus by shabbos. Of course, if you could remember to take out the talus before shabbos, that would be better. But if you forgot, you can move the whole talus bag with the tefillin in it in order to get to the talus. That would be considered moving the tefillin, which is considered a kli shemlatul isra with shach makomo. Says the Mishnah Ruvaita in the fourth line, "V'yesh omrim dekdei shelo yiplu o shelo yignivu nami mutul atatulam imakom lamakom." Some say that it's even more lenient that in order that the tefillin shouldn't fall or they shouldn't get stolen, also you're allowed to move the tefillin from place to place. And in a pressing situation, you can rely on this more lenient opinion. And that opinion holds either that tefillin is a klishmatulaheter, or they hold that tefillin, even if it's a klishmatulaheter, they were more lenient when they made the rules of muksa when it came to tefillin, and they were matter this. Anyway, the reason we said in the Machaber that you can't wear tefillin on Shabbos and Yontif is because Shabbos and Yontif themselves are an os, says the Mishiruah and Sefkot and Gimel. They are an os, Bein HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bein Yisrael, between Hashem and Klal Yisrael. Shenemar ki osi, Bein Yivigomer. The Yomtov Gamke Mikri Os, Yontif is also considered an os, but the Pesach Mitzrayim Ksiv Os. Because by Pesach Mitzrayim it says it's an os. V'hukshu kol mo'adei Hashem HaPashas Emwer. And we have a comparison of all the Yomtovim together in Pashas Emwer. And therefore, both Shabbos and Yontav is considered an os. And therefore, by putting on the tefillin, which is an os acher, sefkatan dala dahainu tefillin, diksiv b'hu v'hoyo l'chol l'os al yotcha, so there is, it specifically says that it's an os on your arm. And therefore, if you put on the tefillin, which is an os, it will be a zilzil in the other osos of Shabbos or Yontav. Says the Mishabur in sefkatan hey, v'gam over mishum lavda baltosef. 
Not only are you being mezalzal on the os of Shabbos and Yantav, you're also being over the Isidaraisa of Baltosif. But this is only assuming that you're putting it on Shabbos or Yontav L'Shem, the mitzvah of Tfilin. But if you're just putting them on Stam and you don't put it on for the purposes of the mitzvah, first of all, there would be no Israel Baal There also would be no Israel of Zulzul in the Shabbos and Yontav. Unless you're wearing it out in, in, in a public area and people might learn from you, in that case it would be Asam and the Rabbanon. Unless the Tefillin are actually resting in a place where they're being disgraced, like a person who finds Tefillin on Shabbos in a field, he is allowed to wear the tefillin and carry them into the city with them on him. Now we did see an interesting note way, way back when, in the beginning of Hilchah's tefillin, and that is that even though the Mechaber over here says you can't wear tefillin on Shabbos and Yontav, because Shabbos and Yontav is an os, and tefillin is an os, and that the os of the tefillin is going to take away from the os of Shabbos and Yontav, but yet we did see previously that if a person is making a bris milah on during the week, he should leave his tefillin on because tefillin is an oath and bris is an oath. So if you remember, we had Ramosha Feinstein asked the kasha. Here we see that you shouldn't have it on when you have another oath, and there we say you should. So we saw two possible answers over there. Ramosha said that the oath of the tefillin is not the maisa hamila. The oath of the, of the tefillin, the oath of the mila is having the bris mila. And therefore, by wearing tefillin when you're performing a bris mila on your child, so you're wearing an oath to show that you are performing on the child an oath. So it's not a stira, it's an os on you and an os on the child, so it's not two osos. And the other answer we saw is that a person really is supposed to always have two signs on him, two osos. During the week we have tefillin and mila, and on Shabbos we have Shabbos and mila. And therefore on Shabbos to put on tefillin is a, is a zulzul, because then you have mila and Shabbos, and tefillin will be a third one, which is too much. Let's go to Allah Chabez, and Allah Chabez is a very interesting discussion, and it discusses wearing tefillin on Cholomoed, where we know there are various customs, but let's see the source of all the customs. The Mechaber says in Sebez, we're on page 80, the Cholomoed gamkein osr la'aniyah tefillin me'atam hazeh bi'atmo. So the Mechaber paskins on Cholomoed as well, it is osr to wear tefillin, for the reason we just mentioned, she'yimei Cholomoed gamheim os. Just like Shabbos and Yantav is an os, and you can't wear tefillin, so too the Mechaber says Cholomoed is an os, and therefore you don't wear tefillin on Cholomoed, it is osr. The Ramah writes, V'yesh omrim she'chol ha'moed chayev b'tfilin. Some say that chol ha'moed is chayev b'tfilin. V'chein ohagim b'chol galilos elu l'haniach b'moed u'levarach aleihem. And then the Ramah writes, that is the minog in our countries, to wear tefillin on chol ha'moed and to make a brach on them. Elo she'ein mevarachin aleihem b'kol rom b'beisakneses k'mos shar yimos hashana. However, the Ramah says, when you do make a bracha on your tefillin on chol ha'moed, one should not make the bracha out loud in shul like he does the rest of the year. He should make the bracha softly. So we have the Mechaber who says it's us to wear tefillin on Chalmoid because Chalmoid is an oath like Shabbos and Yantif. And the Ramah says that there are those who say Chalmoid is chayv and tefillin and that's the minog. But the only difference is that when you make the bracha you shouldn't make it out loud in shul like you normally do. Make it softer. Now let's see the Mishabura and Sifkat on Vav. He says on the Mechaber that says you don't wear it on Chalmoid ki gam heim os because Shabbos and Yantif is also, consider, is also considered an os. The Pesach Achilas Matzah. What is the Os of Cholamoid? On Pesach, it is the eating of Matzah. And if you look at note 80, points out from the Beis Yosef, Peshem Tosos, 
that the os of Cholomoed is not really the eating of matzah, it's really the iser of eating chametz, because on the rest of the days of Pesach, after the first night, there is no chiv to eat matzah, it's only an iser to eat chametz. Happens to be the Gura holds that you are mekayim a mitzvah every time you eat, you eat matzah on Pesach, even beyond that, but there's no chiv according to everyone, and therefore it's funny to say that the os is going to be the matzah where it's not a chiv, so Tosas wants to say that the os is going to be the iser of eating chametz, that keeps you connected to the chag, and that's the os. And the Mishavura says, Vaitu in the first wide line, Ube sukkah yeshiva sasukkah. And the oath of Cholomoy Sukkah is the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah. The Hayesh Omrim and the Yesh Omrim that the Ramah brings down, Svirlu holds, Kavan de Mutarim Basias Malacha, since Cholomoy, it's mutter to do Malacha, Minatora, Leka Os. Since Malacha and Cholomoy is mutter Minatora, which is not really so Pashat, but according to some, it's mutter Minatora, therefore it's not considered an Os, and therefore one would be Chayev to where it's filling. Sifkotan Zayin is going on that which the Ramah said that there are those who say in Chalmud you're chayv in tefillin and that is the minuk to wear tefillin on Chalmud I make a bracha on it. V'chalitzas ha-tefillin tzarech lios b'chalamoid kodam halal. Those who do wear tefillin on Chalmud must remove them before halal. V'achshav nobu eza anoshim l'salkon achar kedusha shal tefillas yudches. And some have a minuk nowadays to take off their tefillin on Cholmoid after Kedusha during Chazar Sashat. But we know that you're not really supposed to take off your tefillin during Chazar Sashat, but if you have that minug, so then you should make sure that you are being mechavin to hear Chazar Sashat properly, even if you're taking off your tefillin at that time. Then the Ramah told us that you should make the bracha out loud, and here we get to the main Mishabura in this Sif, and that is Sifkotan Ches. Perish. Mishum, why do they make a bracha softly? Since some people wear tefillin and some people don't wear tefillin, or some of the ones that wear tefillin don't make a bracha on it, therefore Therefore, one should make the bracha on the tefillin quietly, so it should not come to machlokas. We don't want to get involved in machlokas. Other people are not going to be happy with what you're doing, and therefore you make the bracha quietly. Even though we said earlier, the best thing is to put on your talis and tefillin in your house and walk that way to shul. But on Cholomoy, we don't do that. We don't want to make it too public in front of the people who hold that it's us to wear tefillin on Cholomoy. The Achronim eskimu ledas ataz. The Achronim all agree with the das of the taz. The Yoser tov la'nicham b'li bracha. Not like the Ramah says that you make the bracha quietly, but rather the Achronim agree with the opinion of the Taz that it's better to put on tefillin without making a bracha whatsoever. Why is that? Ki brachos einan ma'akvos. The bracha is not ma'akiv the mitzvah. You can makayim your mitzvah tefillin 100% without the bracha. Therefore you should leave off the bracha. Usafei brachos lahakil. Since some say there's no mitzvah, it's also to wear tefillin on chalmoi. Some say yechayiv. So wear tefillin, but don't make a bracha. So the Achronim come out like the Taz that ideally one should not make a bracha on Tfilin on Cholomoid because Savei Brachos Lohakel. Ubiprat, we are on page 80, we are in the Mishabura in the sixth wide line in the very beginning. Ubiprat Shahagurazal Kosov She'ein Ladasa Yesh Omim Ikri and the Gros specifically because the Gros holds that this Yesh Omim the Ramad brings down that on Cholomoid you're Chayiv and Tfilin, the Gros says that has no source in the Shas, and the Gros holds that you're absolutely not supposed to wear Tfilin, and we take the Gros in very strong regard, and therefore that's another reason not to make a Bracha, the alcohol Ponim Inyan Bracha Vada Yesh Hachmir. Even if we're not going to go like the Gros the whole way to not wear Tfilin, but at least we'll go with the Gros not to make the Bracha on the Tfilin.
So those are two reasons the Mishabura says that the Achronim come out like the Taz not to make a bracha. Number one, it's really a suffix, a suffix bracha slahakil. And number two, we have the Gro who says there's really no Makor for the opinion that says that you should be wearing Tfilin and And therefore, if we're not going to go with the Gro all the way, at least go with the Gro in terms of not making a bracha. Here's the very important point for those who are Tfilin and We'll take questions at the end. Gam Kodem Ha'anocha Yachsho Bedaito. Also, a person who puts on Tfilin and should have in his mind before he puts it on the following thought. If I am mechuyev, if those opinions are correct, that really there's a chiyev to put on tefillin on chalmoid, then I'm putting it on the mitzvah of tefillin. The imlav, if there's no chiyev, like the other opinions, then I'm not putting on the tefillin the mitzvah, and that way with making that snai, that stipulation, he's being yotze according to everyone. Even those who say that chalmoid is not a time of tefillin, Eno over al baltosef. You will not be over on baltosef by wearing tefillin on chalamoid. Kevan she'enu mechavim manochasim l'shem mitzvadai. The only time like we mentioned before that you're over on baltosef is you have kavana to be yotze the mitzvah when you're not supposed to be yotze the mitzvah. But if you're making it tonight that if I'm chayiv by having a mind to be yotze, if I'm not chayiv by having a mind not to be yotze, then there will not be no problem of baltosef if in fact the din is that you're not chayiv in tefillin. The And certainly you will not have to worry about the other Isser which the Mechaber discussed about being Mizalzal in the Os of Chalamoid. Because that also applies only when you do be Mekayim the Mitzvah, when you have in mind to be the Mitzvah. That's when you're over on Baltosef, that's when you're being Mizalzal in the Os. But if you're putting it on with the condition that if I'm not Chayiv, I'm not having in mind the Mitzvah, so you avoid all the problems, there's no Baltosef, there's no Zilzal in the oath and you're good to go. That, so that's how the Mishavura comes out. Again, that those who, obviously there are different minhagim, everyone should do whatever their minhag is. We'll see more details in the notes exactly what the different minhagim are in different places. But the minhag is that those who do wear tefillin, they make this stipulation and most people don't make a bracha, although there are some that follow the Ramah directly and they do make a bracha, but they make the bracha quietly. Utfilin derabbeinu tam ein la nichan those who wear two pairs of tefillin, Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, and they switch at the end of Davni to put in the Rabbeinu Tams, they do not put them on, on Chalamoid. And the reason for that, if you look at note number 12, he just points out, but Tam Adav, the Prima Gadam writes, the reason why we don't wear Rabbeinu Tam tefillin on Chalamoid is, Mishum Shah Zohar Hichmir Ma'od Shalol Laniyah Tefillin B'Chalamoid. The Zohar speaks very strongly to the side that one should not wear tefillin on Chalamoid. The Afal Pisha Anu Manichim, even though we do have a minute to put on tefillin on Chalamoid, Mikomokom Dai but it's enough to go against the Zohar to, to wear one pair of tefillin, not to go so far to put on the second pair of tefillin. Another interesting note, if you look at note 11, we said the Gura spoke out very strongly that you should not wear tefillin on but Achein Muva Belikutei Marich B'Shem Shari Rachamim Shagro Hoya Mizdariz Maod Lohaniyah Tefillin Be'isru Chag Be'ashkama The girl was very careful to be Mizdariz himself to put on Tefillin during Isru Chag very early in the morning K'day Laharus Chavivusan La'achash Lohinichu Osan B'Meshech HaChag He wanted to show his great love for the mitzvah that he didn't since he didn't wear it on Chalmoid so he went a, a whole week without wearing Tefillin so he got up very early and did it with great Zrizos to put it on right after Yontif. Back to the Mishabura, we're in the third to last line. Od Kosvu Ha'achronim, the Achronim write further, De'ein Nochon Shebebeis Ha'knesas Achas Ktsosom Yanichu Tfilin Uktsosom Lo Yanichu Mishum Lo Tiskotadu. The Achronim write that it's not proper in one shul 
Right, what we do. There are some people wearing tefillin and some people not wearing tefillin because of what the Skoda do, which is that there shouldn't be different people being knowing different ways. And there's a very interesting note over here, note number 13, in which he discusses the Lashen of the Mishabura. Uh, it's a funny Lashen because what the Skoda do is an Isser. Why does the, the Mishabura say it's Asr? Why does he say it's a Nachon? It's not appropriate. It's a very light language to be used. So if you look at note 13, which begins over here and continues in the back on page 7, That which the Mishibur does not use a stronger language of its usr to have some people wear tefillin in the shul and some people not to wear tefillin in the shul. And this is a quote. In a Sefer Mishibur that my good friend wrote, Hagon Meir HaKohen. Right, the Chavetz Chaim, Meir HaKohen, my good buddy from Radin. He wrote a lotion of Ein Nachon, Mishum She'ein Vadai Lo. It's not perfectly clear to the Chavetz Chaim, She'ose Mishum Safek over Mishum Lotus Kodadu. Lotus Kodadu is being known in different ways, um, it, with a surety. Now, I hold this, I hold that, and have a machlokas, and then being known in two different ways. But since those who are wearing tefillin are really wearing tefillin out of Safek, they don't know whether there is a Chiyav or not a Chiyav, so therefore, maybe the Chavetz Chaim was Mesupuk, that in that case, there would be no Isra Lotusko to do, and therefore, he didn't want to write that it's Asr because of Lotusko to do, so he writes, it's not appropriate, because it's, you know, it's, it's a bordering on Lotusko to do. That's what the Stechemet writes, the name of it, the explanation of his good friend, the Chavetz Chaim. And then Moshe writes a very interesting thing. He explains the Mishabura. Since everybody knows there are these two customs, some wear tefillin, some don't wear tefillin. It's like something that you have the option to choose which way you want to go. And Since it's so well known that there's different minhagim, therefore Therefore, there's not going to be any real Israel of the Skodilas or Moshe writes, and therefore that's how he explains why the Chavetz Chaim again writes in the Mishabura that it's not Nachon, it's not appropriate, it's not proper, that in one shul they should have some people wearing tefillin and some people not wearing tefillin. And then the Mishabura ends off with the last line, a person who does not wear tefillin on and he finds himself in a place where they do put on tefillin in that base medrash. He should put on tefillin, but he should not make a bracha. And a congregation that has the custom to wear tefillin, they shouldn't change from their custom. That's a very good question. Why, why do Spartan, why don't we say they have to daven Ashkenazi when they go to an Ashkenazi shul? Well, in a way we do, we really do say that. Because if a, if a Spartan goes to an Ashkenazi shul and he's davening for the Umud, he has to daven Ashkenazi. Whatever he's davening to himself privately, so he could do. But really whatever he's doing publicly, so tefillin is a public manifestation of, of the mitzvah. So really we are doing the same thing by, by, when it comes to the nusuch. Because if he get, you know, does something in the tzibur, he really should follow the nusuch of the shul. So really, it is, it, we do find it over there. Just privately, we have different siddurim for your own private shul esrei, which no one sees, no one knows. There you could have in your own nusuch. But otherwise, it, it is really the same thing. There's a very interesting note in the back of the sefer, which I want to read through a little bit. 
First of all, it, it's brought down earlier in Note 10 that the Minog in Eretz Yisrael is not to wear tefillin on Chalmoy. That's the Minog in Eretz Yisrael. Because in Eretz Yisrael, a lot of times they follow the Minog of the Gura, and the Gura said you don't wear tefillin on Chalmoy. That is the Minog in general in Eretz Yisrael. But what about a person who goes from Chutz Laaretz to Eretz Yisrael? People go learn in Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, or they move to Eretz Yisrael, and they have a Minog to wear tefillin, they go to Eretz Yisrael, and no one's wearing tefillin there, so what should they do? So there's a note 14 on the back, which I'd like to read through. Most of the postcoms say this very similar idea. But we'll read it through. It's on page 7 in the back if you want to see it inside. Note 14, he writes like this. A person who goes from a place where the minig is to wear tefillin to a place where the minig is not to wear tefillin and he stays there permanently. He should follow the custom in his new place and he should not wear tefillin if he goes to Eretz Yisrael. He does not have to wear tefillin. But if he wants, sounds like it's not so clear cut, he doesn't have to, but if he wants to wear tefillin, he should put them on privately without a bracha. Don't walk into shul with your tefillin on in Eretz Yisrael. But if you want to, you can put your tefillin on at home after davening and do it privately without a bracha. And you should make it tonight like we said in the Mishavurashima, that if the halacha is like those that are Machayev you to wear tefillin on Khalamoit, so then he's wearing Lashay Mitzvah. And if not, he's just wearing it as a, as as an article of clothing. So one who goes there at Israel does not have to wear tefillin. If he chooses to, he does it in private without a bracha, and he makes it tonight that we discussed in the Mishavura. The Chen Kosov, the Shalin Shuvas Igris Moshe, Moshe writes the same thing. Shabome Chutzlaret Larit Israel. Again, he doesn't have to put on tefillin. If he wants to, same thing. If he wants, he can put it on privately without a bracha. A person who moves to Israel and does not put on tefillin, he's not considered going against the minog of his forefathers by going in Israel. Because the whole minog of wearing tefillin on Chalamoid was only accepted in Chutzlar, it's not in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore by going there, it's not a problem of changing your minog, because it was never a minog there. And Rav Yoshev writes, She'ein lohanichon, he says you should not put on tefillin in Eretz Yisrael, Omnom indaito lachsor lochutzlaretz hora she'enichon betzina bebeso. He's the first one that we see in these posts, he says, but if you're, he's only a machalik, till now it sounds, even though the first, the Shomu Zalmas have an ishtakeh sounds like you're staying there permanently, the other post, and we didn't see a chilak, in, whether it's a trip, or you're staying permanently, but here Rabbi Yashif says, that one who moves to Eretz Yisrael should not wear tefillin, but if he plans on going back to Chutzlar, it's like he's there learning in yeshiva, so then he should put them on privately in his house. So that is, that's basically what the post can write over here. Fine. Alex, do you have a question before that you wanted to ask? Yeah, the, the opinion regarding making a bracha, the, the opinions that say that um, you make a bracha on Ramah. Yeah, the Ramah. It says do it quietly, so the other people that uh, you don't. Um, not to put it in their face, not to make it out loud. If it, uh, right, but just, it's just the bracha. I mean, what about it in themselves? Yeah, in a chanam. Yeah. You do what you can do. Um, okay, let's. So that's not that's not really brought down, but that's really what Rav Moshe says. That, 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 that the Mishabura says the Mishabura said it's not nochon to have in the same base Knesses 
Some wearing tefillin, some not wearing tefillin. But the, 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 but no, it's considered the same. So that, that's why Rav Moshe explains why is he saying a nachum? Why doesn't he say it's aser? Lotiskodu is an iser. Why isn't it an iser? He says because when everyone knows it's different than hagim, right? We, either we have the, the pshat, the first pshat that we had, which was the seichemet, who says that if it's only be done misafik, there's no lotiskodu, or you have Rav Moshe who says that everyone knows it's human hagim, so it's not lotiskodu, so we're more lenient about it. But right, some places I know some shuls have two separate rooms, two different minyanim. Right here they put people behind the machitza. Everyone does whatever, whatever their minog is to avoid the issue as much as possible of having a mixture within the same shul, so they do. Okay, let's begin. Simulam Beis. Simulam Beis, I think, is the longest simulam in Arachayim. And it's, uh, it's, it gets a little complicated, but I, I found it very, very geschmack. I learned a lot. It's, it's about the Ksiva Satfilin. And it also has to do with the Ksiva of the Osios and the Sefer Torah. And it's a very nice seminar. It takes us a long time. Uh, we'll start it tonight, but it's going to go for a, for a little while. Um, but it's, uh, let's say when you get an Aliyah and the Chazan looks and he, about the Bakari finds a mistake and you want to know is it puzzle, is it not puzzle. If you learn this seminar well, you'll be able to know very clearly when the Sefer Torah is puzzle by a mistake that you find, when it's not puzzle. So go through all the halachas. In the beginning, he doesn't start off right away with the actual Ksiva Osios. He just goes through the different parshios. So we'll, we'll start it tonight. We'll really get more into it tomorrow night in Mitzvah Shem. So the Machaber writes in Sif Aleph and Simon Lamed Beis, Mitzvah Tefillin Sheyichtov Arba Parshios. The Mitzvah of Tefillin is to write four Parshios. In the Tefillin Shayat and the Tefillin Sharosh, we have four Parshios of the Torah that are written there. And those are as follows. Kadesh Likol Bukhor, Ad Lomoadom Miyamim Yomima. The Parsha of Kadesh Likol Bukhor. The Parsha of Ahoya Ki Yaviacha, Ad Ki Bukhozek Yad Hotsiyonu Hashem in Mitzrayim. These are the four parshios in which the Torah discusses tefillin. So the four parshios that discuss tefillin are the parshios that we put in our tefillin, both the shayat and the shorosh. But the Ramah writes, The Torah you have to write them in this exact order in which they were mentioned, the way they are written in the Torah. That Kadesh Likobachor is written first, V'hoyah is written second, Shema is written third, and V'hoyah Yim Shemua is written fourth. It has to be the parashas are written in the order in which they are written in the Sefer Torah. V'im Shin Apostle. And if you switched around the order of how you wrote it, it's filling our Apostle. So you see, by the way, I mean, we'll see many things like this, that you have to know when you're buying your tefillin from a sofer, you have to make sure you're buying it from, from the Yerei Shemayim that he's doing all these things properly because there are a lot of things that, that go into writing tefillin that you would never know about when you buy the tefillin. You just trust on the person you're buying it from that he did it properly. So this is all, you don't know, even if, we'll see, even if he made a mistake somewhere he goes back to correct it after he wrote the next parsha, it's possible because it's out of order. So that's very, it's, everything's very exacting. It has to be written in order. That's what the Ramah writes. Ulechatchilo yichtov shalyad kodem shalrosh. And then the Ramah writes... You should write the Tefillin Shalyad before you write the Tefillin Shorosh. So to summarize, the Mechaber says that we have these four Pashos in the Tefillin. The Ramah writes they have to be written in this order the way they are written in the Torah. And if you change the order, it's puzzle. And you should write the Shalyad before you write the Shorosh. So, okay, we'll do the first Mishabura and then we'll stop. Uparsha Shema. So the fourth, par- the third parsha that we write is the parsha of Shema. V'tzarech lichtov dalad de'echad. You have to write the letter, the letter dalad of the word echad in Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Kol kach gedola. It has to be so big. Kemo dalad dalsin katanim. It has to be as big as four other dalads. 
It has to be four times the size of a regular dalad. But then the Mishabur writes, the Efshir Shein Misharim Ba'usuk Sav. But it could be, even though it has to be four times bigger than the letter Dalad, it could be we don't measure it based on the other Dalads in the Parsha Tzvil in that size of the Tzav you're writing now. Rakol Shiyeshbo Dalad Dalsin Ketanim Ma'otzagi. Even if the big Dalad that you're writing is large enough to hold four very small Dalads. And it means it doesn't mean that the Dalad on the next line in Kriyashma, this Dalad has to be four times that size. No, it just has to be, big. it could be, says the Mishabura, that it just has to be big enough that it could fit the size of four very small Dalads. So it doesn't have to be much bigger than the other Dalads that are written in this film. It could be a little bit bigger, but big enough that it can hold four very small Dalads. And therefore the minog is that we just write it bigger than the other dalads in Nextav. In other words, we don't write it four times bigger than the other letters there. We just write it a little bigger. Once it's a little bigger, we assume it is the size that it would fit four small dalads. We'll stop over here. We'll start again tomorrow night this uh, simon. And Amit Hashem, over the next few weeks, we'll try to get through all of simon Lama Beis. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.